Welcome back, y'all, to episode 120 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short-form podcast for providing information in about a 15 to 20-minute period. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Okay, so get topic at hand today. Obviously, this is really going to be more of a sports podcast, uh, more of a story podcast, as I'm kind of focusing on Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, um, committing to become the new coach at Colorado Boulder. Boulder, Colorado, CU Boulder for the new football coach, leaving the Jackson State Tigers in Mississippi. Um, So why did I want to cover this story? I think uh, at the end of the day, it's a super fascinating story. And for me personally, you know, growing up, I obviously, everyone loved Deion Sanders, you know, nicknamed Primetime, everything he did, um, and kind of, what he's doing with his career at this point is really interesting because I think growing up and seeing him and now seeing where he's at, I mean, everyone's enjoyed it. Obviously, um, you know, I mean, I followed some of his stuff at Jackson State just online, just kind of keeping up and reading it and seeing kind of what he's done there. Um, and it's been really interesting how he's transitioned that program. So for me, for this podcast, I'm just going to lay out a few things, play a couple clips and do what I always do. So let's get into it. Okay, so getting into the whole point of uh, Jackson State. Now, when we look at them, I think I really want to kind of paint a picture. So whenever Coach Prime Deion Sanders came to Jackson State, their program was in the dive. I mean, you're looking at a program, they're in the, I don't even know how you, like, they're in the, um, I think they're in the Schwack. How do you say their district? I mean, they're considered to be um, D1, which is interesting. They're part of the FCS. You know, it's like a lot of these teams, sometimes like, you know, some people can remember this stuff off the top of their, yeah, the Schwack. Got it. The South Africa, South <laughs> Athletic conference okay i'm just gonna pretend like that never happened um so the schwack so looking into like kind of what their program was like it was four it was four and eight so you had a big issue with what they were doing overall i mean they were losing really bad you know just kind of you know not even above 500 program so coach sanders gets signed around 2020 and from there you know, during that season, he gets signed. Okay, 2020, they're four and three. Still a mediocre season. Okay, four and three. All of a sudden, 2021 implements. And I haven't checked this, but, you know, the transfer portal is really changing college football because you don't have to wait to build and recruit. You can just hit players up on the transfer portal then come over. Um so 2021, you have Deion Sanders coming in this program, and all of a sudden, it is 11-1. I mean, probably one of the biggest turnarounds, okay? They go from just like little, 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 and they have they, they end up at 11-2, and two, which is a phenomenal season. I mean, if you're going 4-3, and three, 
and you have an 11-2, I mean, it's really, I mean, the, the trajectory of the program is going up, up, up. And then for this season, what you have is you have an undefeated season. All right, so overall 12-0. and 0. Um, So that's kind of, that's attributed to Deion Sanders. I mean, you look at the trajectory of the last four or five years, you see what happened, looking at a couple other things. Um, you know, Deion Sanders was making roughly 300000 a year within this program, which for him, like, obviously he's really driven by coaching because it seems like, let me just go ahead and, I mean, Deion Sanders' net worth is $45 million. Okay, so 300000 is still good, but it's like, you know, obviously the dude got money. So he's probably, you know, he's doing it more for, I don't know, he has to be, he has to just really love the game and really love coaching, um, you know, from there. But he has been giving a lot of flack from leaving Jackson State University, which is an HBCU historical black college, and transitioning over to Boulder. And I would say talk about a 180. I mean, Boulder, I've lived in Boulder, and Boulder is a very very granola kind of city. I mean, not that that means anything, it's just the contrast is going to be much different just in terms of, like, the weather, the training, um, the weather, the mountains, the people. I mean, you're looking at a whole different environment that he's going to be in. And you can tell already within one day people are pumped because they kind of saw what he did with this program. Now, if we look at kind of looking at the Boulder football program, I mean, you're looking at it's kind of similar to um, Jackson State. I mean, they did kind of have these mediocre seasons overall, you know, within the conference 3-1. and one. In 2019, you know, staying around 300 for their for their overall average, four and 11 for 2021, um, and then kind of looking at five and seven in 2019, and then I'm kind of not going in linear order here, but finishing off in one and 11 this year, which is probably one of the worst seasons they've ever had. So, with that being said, it's like you know, Coach Primetime has this ability potentially to take these programs that are on the downward trajectory, utilize the transfer portal, and potentially change what would normally take a much longer time. So I'm going to go ahead and play um, a audio clip from the athletic director talking about how they're going to pay Deion Sanders. How did you come up with enough money to get this guy? Well, look, we don't have the money yet, but I know we'll have it. Um, so I'm not worried about that piece. Okay, that's Rick George literally being like, which is the athletic director, being like, we don't know how we're going to pay this guy, but we're going to figure it out. So, and essentially, you know, the contract that they've kind of landed on, I think is around, I think I have it right here. I think it's like about, 29 million so 29 million dollars even though his net worth is 45 million he makes 300,000 a year 29 million is a lot of money you know and people are like really criticizing him saying you know all this stuff but kind of getting into Rick George just to give background he is returning you know he actually came from the Texas Rangers he worked with their news president of business operations in 2013 so the point is, he's a pretty cunning guy. He's coming in in this position, and he's making he's taking a 
big risks on Deion Sanders not really knowing how they're going to raise the money, but I'm sure Boulder will find a way. And obviously their program isn't selling tickets, but that's going to be bumped. I mean, if I was in Boulder, I would totally see this team play just because I think it would be super awesome because of Deion Sanders. And I'm going to go ahead and play a clip of Deion Sanders kind of talking about his thoughts on this program. Because I'm leaving Jackson, they think that I'm leaving African-Americans. I don't know if you noticed or not, but I'm black. <laughs> I can never leave who I am and what I am and how I am and how I go about being that. So it is still my task to look in that locker room and see 65 to 70 percent of African-American men trying to help them get to the next level, as well as all the others. My calling is for young men, young women, and people of all walks of life, all social climates, and all ethnicities. That's my calling. My calling is not built on a location. It's built on a destination. Now, that was good. You're supposed to clap for that. Well, I think if like people are trying to indicate something about Deion Sanders not being loyal, like you always got to understand Deion Sanders is going to do Deion Sanders. I mean, this man played two sports, all right? He played two sports. He played for multiple teams. He transitioned. He did whatever he had to do for himself, and I think that's what people got to realize about Deion Sanders. It's not his job to do anything but to take care of him, his, his likelihood, who he is, and his family. I mean, I think that obviously – you know, it's not like Jackson State University didn't get a good, you know, they got a lot of press with him coming in there and changing that program around. And Deion Sanders is moving up to the next level. He moved really, really quickly. And good for him, you know. And we're going to see what happened. But a lot of the funny things that are coming out is kind of what, to some of these speeches, Deion Sanders is giving these players. I mean, he walked into there, into this, into the team meeting, and he let them know, hey, I know y'all are sorry, and you won an 11, so y'all better be hitting that transfer portal because I'm bringing my luggage, and it's Louie. And I'm going to play this clip as he's actually like talking to them about it. I'm bringing my luggage with me, and it's Louie. Okay. It ain't going to be no more of the mess that these wonderful fans, the student body, and some of your parents have put up with for... Probably two decades now. I'm coming. And when I get him, it's gonna be changed. So I want y'all to get ready to go ahead and jump in that portal and do whatever you're gonna get. Because the more you jump in, the more room you make. Because we bring kids. I mean, that is that is one heck of a speech to give. So much so that even the press conference, Deion Sanders is like, hey, that person over there is my son, and he's your new quarterback. Literally, I look onto Facebook in this group I am, and there are there's are the the quarterback for Boulder is already hitting the transfer portal. He's leaving. Like a lot of players are leaving out of there, and he's gonna bring players over from Jack State, but y'all, this transfer portal is no joke. It's like you can take a program and just completely change it overnight. And it's going to be really interesting to see what happens up in Boulder. Um, I'm probably going to be going to a game or two. I might even start repping, 
you know, a Boulder hoodie just to be up in there just checking it out, seeing what they're doing, you know, because for me, I mean, this program is going to change overnight and you're already getting a lot of fanfare, you know, because the thing about Deion Sanders is he's coming in this program with swagger. He's the first HBCU black African-American coach to come into this program. It's never even happened before, okay? That is something in itself. Now, you look at where he could potentially take this program and make this something that people respect, and if he does that, what's next for him? I mean, if that guy can change this program around, you know, will he stay with Boulder? He might be there for a year. He might be there for two years. You know, he'd do whatever he wants to do, but you get him, like, you know, I mean, it's pretty incredible. It's pretty remarkable to see what he's been able to do. And I still think that, you know, he's going to do a lot in Boulder. We're going to see a different season, just like I showed you with Jackson State, how their trajectory was pretty much on a die downward spiral, and he took it. And if you hear him talk, you can tell he's a leader. You know, you can tell he's a motivator, you know, which is really, really important. And when you're young and you have something like that that's pushing you to be better, especially within college football. But it's almost like whenever you have someone come in like that too, because he's only been in a two-year, you know, we've only seen him for two years. We don't know what his longevity looks like. There is this kind of phenomenon I've seen in college football where if the coach is really good up front, he can shock the system, the system can kind of rebound, and then they can create a program. But if you look at someone like Nick Saban, you know, that guy's created longevity. And he's created longevity by understanding the recruiting aspect. But if you look at his players, the same caliber player is always on the bench. Like, you never have a discrepancy with how deep their bench is. And the transfer porter is great, and Deion Sanders can turn it around, but the only thing is, what does his longevity look like? What does his recruiting look like? Is he still have that same mentality as it relates to recruiting? Now, obviously, we're going to see what happens in the transfer porter. And how many people just see him, see what he's done, and... And maybe his likeness is so good that he doesn't even have to recruit like other coaches because they'll be like, all right, you know, I'm just going to see if I can get in here and go it. But you're, you're, you're going to be seeing it happen. And the transfer portal this month is going to be going lights out, fire, crazy with players transferring and changing, you know. And it's, it's really interesting to see it, you know. And it's like it wasn't always as big of a deal as it is now. I mean, you even look at what happened with the Hogs with um, Drew Sanders coming in with the Razorbacks and just – within the transfer portal and how, like, a lot of, if they didn't have the players they had through the transfer portal, they wouldn't even be competitive. So, more to come. We'll see what happens to see you, Boulder. I love doing these sports podcasts. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll get back to you tomorrow.